Hello, I'm your host, Keith Connell, and welcome to The Digital Revolution. In this series, we'll look to explain several concepts that have begun to appear on the digital landscape. For example, do you know when the right time is to post social media for the optimal shares? What about the difference between paid and earned media? How did social media influence a nation's political elections in 2016? If you don't know the answers to these questions, this series is for you. There are literally hundreds of social media networks from which to choose in today's online community. Regardless of your tastes or interests, there's a platform that speaks to it. And believe it or not, the platforms can also be segmented into various types and users. But why does the world share a collective obsession in staying connected online? Or a more interesting question would be, why have the corporations taken such an interest in this technology? With so many inputs available in the world today, organizations are clamoring for the attention of the typical consumer. Whether the visitor is watching cat videos on Facebook or buying a product online, data is constantly being collected. This information is drawn from a user's previous search history, who they are from a demographic position, who their friends and family are, their political views, their fears, or even their favorite news topic. The information is being collected and used in real time to drive purchasing decisions, the way we view the world events, or even how we vote. This technique is called micro-targeting and it means that an advertiser takes what is known about the digital consumer and segments them into small groups for content targeting. For instance, if you've bought a ticket to your favorite musician's concert, you could see an increase in advertisements about hotels in the area of the show or even information about similar artists' latest release of an album. Although it helps deliver highly relevant content to your computer screen with great power comes great responsibility. And there are organizations that use this level of insight to send you information that is both inaccurate and or biased and designed to change your perception or opinion of something. In fact, it's argued that the Republicans utilized micro-targeting to sway votes of millions of users helping Donald Trump win the election of 2016. In fact, in tight swing states, you can see how being 100 times to 200 times more efficient than their competition could significantly help a party's cause, and Donald Trump's team were bragging for just that reason. So it seems like a small thing, but if you manage it correctly, it can be significant game changers as the major platforms all have similar business models of developing highly addictive mechanisms to deliver content while collecting as much information about the individual as possible using algorithms designed to predict what the content that will keep us engaged and distribute target ads that will compel us to click those ads. So let's break this down. If you were of voting age in the US and were a supporter of Clinton in the 2016 election, which was established by what news sites you visit, what articles you read, and what you share on your social network, you may have experienced ads in the guise of articles predicting Clinton as the winner by a landslide. The result? Many voters would deem their vote unnecessary and choose not to submit their ballot, and in doing so, the Republican voters would have shown up in full force, shifting the number of votes from the Democrats to the Republicans. But politics aren't the only culprit when it comes to micro-targeting. 
For example, during the COVID-19 pandemic, there was a divisive push between those who would and those who would not wear masks. To help drive their interest, there was widespread misinformation distributed in an attempt to sway people's opinions on the subject. For example, if you were by determination of the algorithm a masker, you would receive misinformation about the efficacy of the mask, the need to wear one, and the level of infection in your immediate community. Yes, the information can be boiled down to the neighborhood level. The intended result was that the people would change their opinion based on the misinformation being spread. Now, let's apply this same level of information to a business purpose. Let's say you were launching a new product like a new model of electric automobile. As a digital marketer, you could flood the market with advertisements similar to how advertisers used to execute campaigns. The impressions would be great, but are you getting the best value for your money? Another approach would be to target the viewer who's looking at and reading articles about electric cars and exploring websites from car dealerships. Based on this insight, it makes the most sense to micro-target viewers so that your message is reaching the right people at the right time. As you can see, there are dark corners in online marketing, but there's also excellent opportunities to drive conversion. It's this level of engagement that makes the social stratosphere an exciting place to be. Until next time, I'm Keith Connell, and welcome to the digital revolution.